Hi, it's your girl, Danny Parks. Listen, if you are having any type of suicidal thoughts, if you're having any type of mental health crisis, I want you to dial the new suicide hotline, 988. That's right, it's only three numbers and it's 988. You can call this or text it to be connected to a crisis counselor where they can help you through your situation in that moment. Once again, that number is 988 and that's it. All right, I'll see y'all later. She's a queen. This is dedicated to all my beautiful queens, all my beautiful ladies out there. She's a queen. Good queen. You got it, girl. She's a queen. You better represent. Good queen. Good queen. Go. She's a queen about her business. Queen. Working hard on a So thank you guys for joining another episode of the Key Chat. Today, my very special guest is Ms. Demi Howe. Demi is an entrepreneur and a pivot practitioner. So we're going to have a great conversation about entrepreneurship, but not only are we going to talk about entrepreneurship, but we're going to talk about the other side of entrepreneurship that I don't think a lot of people discuss, and that is the strain that happens sometimes and the ups and downs. So I'm really excited to talk with her. So how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to speak with you. So I know um, you and I, we were discussing what we wanted to talk about. And I love the clarity and the transparency that you would like to discuss, which is regarding the truth about entrepreneurship. And as we were discussing prior to tape, man, I do feel like entrepreneurship tends to get glamorized. So I definitely want to get your perspective on the other side that I think a lot of people don't discuss. Yes. So um, I didn't necessarily choose this role of entrepreneurship. It was just, I was like a really, really creative child growing up. I used to make hair bows. Um, I did hair. I did so many creative things like that. And it led me to want to be a hairstylist. So of course, going in, um, I didn't really have the mindset of like, I was going to do this thing. You know, I just knew that I love to create, but the time went on, you know, I started making the money. I was like, okay, I feel like this is something that, you know, I really wanted to do and uh, got an industry in year 2001. Mm -hmm. And the thing about it for me is back in that time, it people were re really were entrepreneurs, but it wasn't as fast paced as it is now. But how I created my salon environment, my the pace that we're in now, I was at the pace back then, and it was so much. I mean, you know, of course, I made all of the money, but the time that it went, so when I was a stylist, I used to do like 20 or 30 heads a day, oh, wow. five days a week. I had a whole system set up, and I literally did that probably from, I would say, 2003 all up until 2018 when I walked away from behind the chair. Wow. And it's a vicious cycle because you get so caught up in the attention 
uh, the money, you know, being able to do this, being able to do that, you know, people clap for you, you know, all of these things. But in the midst of all that, I got married. I had two daughters and though me and my husband worked together side by side and my kids are homeschooled. They were there with me. I wasn't present. Mm. Wow. So I carry um, a lot of mom guilt and I think it's so prominent in how we are in now because, you know, so many of us women entrepreneurs, we're being bosses, we're securing the bag, we're getting funding, we're doing all of these things. But the one thing that it had taught me out of all of that is I could not get that time back with my girls. Oof. And it is heartbreaking. It's so heartbreaking. It's so heartbreaking. It's so devastating because now that they're older, there are certain moments that I felt like I missed. I mean, yeah. They, you know, could get nice things and, and all of that, but it didn't matter. Mm. And wow. to be absent like that due to um, this mission or this goal or whatever it is, you know, yeah. I was just blindsided so much. And it, I'm telling you, I, I went to a very dark place of depression. Wow. Oof. Man, you really are definitely giving a real raw side. And... That's the thing, you know, like you said, everyone wants to be a boss, but you can't just be a boss without sacrificing something. Like you mentioned, it's so time consuming when you're trying to build on your own. It's not the same as working, you know, a nine to five with somebody. When you're trying to do it yourself, it takes excruciating time and hours. So I'm happy that you mentioned you know, the real side of it, because I definitely do feel that entrepreneurship is glamorized to the point where it's like, yes. oh, you working? Oh, you got a job? Right. Yeah, entrepreneur. It's like, it's not for everybody. Like, it's please. not, but you know, it's a trend to me. It it's is. Really, it's really literally a trend to me. And I don't mean that in any, any foul way. I'm just saying right. that because we are so, uh, we have so much visibility to see what other people are doing. We see the houses or we see the cars and we see all these fancy trips, but yeah. nobody's showing the process. So it's like, oh, I'm going to leave my nine to five now and be just like such and such. Baby, you don't know if such and such had funding. You don't know if such and such had uh, a GoFund. You don't know. But now you put yourself in a position and your mindset wasn't even ready for you to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. And you know what? I do think social media, because social media has so many bosses, you oh, know, yeah. the control. We don't know, like you said, how that person got to that stage or even if certain things they're showing is even real, you know? So, and, you know, like I said, like you said, I don't want to, It's you know, I definitely don't want to knock anybody, but like, oh, I, no. But you're right. It is trending, trendy in a sense, because like everyone has a business, you know, air quotes. And again, for people who have made the success, like you said, sometimes people really don't share how they got to that point. You know, I don't even know if you got to that point legally, because I mean, hey, right. that's it's and the, social media. And the thing about it is, it's not that those people are not meant to be entrepreneurs, but you can't just jump into it looking at the end result of somebody else's process. And right. then they get excited about the end, but they don't know you got to go through this, 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 and this. Yeah, mm -hmm. you're right. How did you get to a point where, because I know, like you said, you dealt with a lot of guilt with, you know, as working as hard as you did and you were able pro to provide for your girls, but you felt like you missed, you missed some time, you know, which I think a lot of people experience that, whether they're doing, a, whether they're working really hard for someone else 
are for themselves. That's the, it's terrible, you know, sometimes balancing. How are you able to cope? Because I know you said you dealt with depression too. Like, how are you able to cope with that? And also, what was the next stage for you once you realized how time consuming it was for you to get out of that, you know, out of that mindset and that overworked, you know, situation? Mm-hmm. Um, I literally walked away. Mm-hmm. I just walked away because I knew at the rate I was going, I could do the, I could just do it with my eyes closed, but it was like, it was just addictive because I'm a perfectionist and I like things to go a certain way. And a, a perfectionist has an addictive uh, type of mentality sometimes. But I was just like, I think I was going through my phone and I was, and it just scrolled back to some old videos and I seen them, they were babies and I couldn't remember where it was at. Mm. I can remember the time because I had lost it because I was my mind was so focused on the business and I knew at that point girl you it I was I was I was gonna die I already knew that if I didn't choose to walk away I knew that I was gonna be dead and I literally gave my clients of years a 30-day notice and I walked away I shut my salon down and I had to just, I just shut my social media down, cut my Facebook off and was just trying to be able to connect. And what people don't know is just because you're present, if you're, you're present, that you got to be able to connect. And so it was very, very, it was just very, very difficult. It's like being in an abusive relationship. Mm. But if I look back at it, all of the success, all of that, it don't mean nothing to me. Wow. Nothing, nothing at all. And it could have been an inspiration to other people, but they didn't know what I was going through in my dark place. Yeah. Oof. And a lot of people don't want to share the dark place. They want the people to see them shiny. But mm-hmm. you can't be shiny if you're covered in rust. They can't see the shine. Wow. That is something else. So once you, like you said, you shut everything down and you made a decision that was life-saving for yourself, what was the next chapter for you, you know, in order to sustain yourself and to have happiness, you know? So what was your plan afterwards for you to have some balance and happiness for your family? To be honest, I didn't have a plan. I tell people that all the time. When I walked away, I didn't have a million dollars to walk away. I walked away for my life, for my for my sec, for myself, and my to be healthy. But soon after that, um, my husband got a job opportunity in Boston, so we were able to move away, and we lived in Boston for about eight months. And uh, it was it was it was just good to be able to be away from home and literally it was just me and my girls all day every day because they're homeschoolers so I had to take over homeschool role and all of those things so it was just I enjoyed that time because it did allow me to really just connect and really look at how they were growing up as young ladies and to see that I didn't fail them I didn't fail them and I had to I had to look more at them instead of looking at myself and it was just a beautiful time. So we were there and then we came back home. And so now I'm behind the chair, but I only work one day a week. 
which is on a Friday. Like Friday is my only day that I work. Um, I don't own my own salon. I work in somebody else's space. Um, and it's it's just it's just been it's just been been good just to be able to do that. Awesome. That's great. Now I see also that also that you're a pivot practitioner so can yes. you tell us more about that because definitely I see how like you're very like I say you're very transparent and you're talking about things that a lot of people just don't understand you know like you said they see the end result but they don't understand mm-hmm. what it takes for to get to that stage and it's so important what you're saying so what is your journey being a pivot practitioner so um we in entrepreneurship, we know that we have to be able to pivot at, at a drop of a dime. But in my case, in the time of entrepreneurship, I felt like we solely depended on this one thing. Like if you, for instance, if you were a stylist, you make good money in a stylist, your mind didn't tell you to create these octopus opportunities. You was going to be a stylist because you was making the money. You didn't think about if you want to get old, if you were going to get tired, if you didn't want to do it anymore. Nobody thought about those things. So somewhere along that journey in the first five years of entrepreneurship, you have to start thinking of ways to pivot from what you're doing because you're going to get burnt out. You're going to get burned out. So you have to have different things in place. And it doesn't mean that you're doing all of them at the same time. But just like in basketball, you don't know what your opponent's going to do. You just go that you're going to have to be able to pivot on a drop of a dime. So you have to have that mindset. Hmm. So my goal is to help entrepreneurs when they get in this journey, think about things that you can pivot, whether it's a, a tentacle from what your industry is or whether it's a tentacle from something that you could be versed in or that you can learn from, but you always got to have a pivot because if not, you're going to be tired, you're going to be burnt out and it's just going to be exhausting. Oh yeah. What is your advice on just having a balance? Because I think that's another thing too, you know, as an entrepreneur, you have to do extra you know, it's not the yeah. same structure as the nine to five because it's like the nine to five is like, okay, you know, you go to work for nine, do what you got to do. You're leaving at five and you know that your check's going to be X amount of dollars, you know, and that's it. But entrepreneurship is different, especially if you're like a sole entrepreneur and that's like your total source. It's hard to have a balance. And I think mm-hmm. that's what a lot of people probably struggle with because, you know, they're responsible for their income, which is uh, is risky. So yeah. what do you say for like, just kind of have that balance because it's so easy to work 24 seven in those situations. There is no such thing as balance. I tell yeah. people that there is no such thing as balance because you're gonna have to tend to what needs the most at the time. So if it's your business, then you don't know your family gonna fail. But if it's your family, your business gonna fail. So. It's, it's a balancing act. I call it a balancing act because you have to be able to give all of them attention at one time. But if something's going on with your family, you're going to have to let their business 
you know, I'm not going to say you're going to have to let it go, but you, you're not going to be able to give this much attention. So it is going to lose unless you have somebody else that can help you, you know, with it. But other than that, it's a balancing act. There is no such thing as balance. People say, oh, you can have it all. You cannot have it all. You can have a piece of it. Mm-hmm. You can have a piece of it, but you cannot, you, you can't have it all. Hmm. How do you think people can come to terms with that, though? Because I think, like you said, everyone wants to have it all. They want to make X amount of dollars. They want to have the glamorous business. They want to have the glamorous lifestyle with their family. Like, and like you said, something has got to give in a sense. What's, you know, how... How can people, how can you, I guess, have, how do, can people comprehend that? Because I just think, again, like I said, entrepreneurship is glamorized. And especially if they're entering an industry that can't potentially make a lot of money, you know, you do sacrifice your time and your family. So what is, I guess, the, the middle ground to comprehend that? Because some people, they, in their mind, they think they can have it all, I guess is the best way to put it. They think they can have it all, then they crash. Mm-hmm. I think it's about your why and what legacy you're leaving mm. because that's a deeper level of what the end goal is and what the purpose is it's it's I'm not against living a glamorous lifestyle I mean go for it that's fine but I'm just saying what is the why behind it and what legacy are you leaving right, right. put those two things in perspective and then there's your answer mm-hmm. right 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 and um, with your pivot practitioner, like, how do you find people to help? Like, do they seek out your services? So how does that work? So, yeah, I have people that seek out my services. Um, mainly a lot of the people who I deal with are kind of like industry driven because that was my area of expertise. So it's kind of like word of mouth right now. I haven't officially, officially announced it. Um, mm-hmm. So it's something that I do kind of like behind the scenes. I don't want to get overwhelmed. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, you know, already coming out of a space of hecticness. I don't want to put myself back in that space. So it's just, it's going to grow slowly, but surely. Oh yeah, definitely. Through everything that you've experienced, how have you been able to take care of your mental health through everything? I just shut down, literally. Mm-hmm. Like, I just like to... I just shut down and it's not a negative shutdown. I'm already an introvert. So just being an introvert and dealing with all the other energy is a lot. But normally I just shut down. I might go like window shopping or I might just stay in my pajamas all day. But it's really, really simple for me. I don't need anything, you know, like extravagant. It can just be just as simple as just being at home. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. So one thing I want to ask you um, is about self-love. I do talk about self-love a lot on the show. Self-love really is the, the, the heart of every decision that we make. Just with your situation where you decided to make a choice to save your life and to be there for your family, it takes a level of self-love to know that you are valuable and you're worthy to not be burnt out in the midst of your career and your journey. So what role has self-love played in your life through everything that you've experienced and everything that you've learned with this journey of entrepreneurship? I think for me, um, self-love was probably something that I had to learn because I'm a perfectionist. And as a perfectionist, you're always, everything is in place. It's methodical, like there's a process to everything. So if it doesn't come out that way, 
then, you know, you just feel like I'm a failure. I don't, you know, I don't really don't love myself. So um, it just took a lot of dropping that perfectionist hat and letting things flow and just knowing that the journey that I'm doing, I'm manifesting what's going on now and not feel so pressured to know what the know what it's going to be. You know, we have this thing in our mind where we have this visual and it's okay to have the visual, but we don't know if that's going to be, you know, we just know that's just something that we visualize. So just really letting go of that perfectionist hat, um, letting go of wanting to control things. Um, that's really what has helped me. Like if you had a seen me probably a couple of years ago, you'd be like, girl, you need to chill. You need to have a drink, <laughs> but I, I'm free. Like, I just feel free. I feel um, very light. I just feel very, very light. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people, like we talked about, who are in, you know, the entrepreneurship game, what would you say to someone who they may be struggling, like where you were at one point, and they really don't know how to stop? They have no clue how to stop, but they have acknowledged that they need to, but they just simply don't know how. What are, like, maybe one to three tips that you would give someone to just start at in order to just take a pause in order to save themselves really because a lot of entrepreneurs they don't even take care of their health because they're so stressed out and trying to earn and to you know for the grind and everything so what are some tips you would give to someone who may they know that they're spinning out of control but they just simply don't know how to stop um, especially for someone who loves what they do if you and these are just this these are just examples of things I went through and I knew I was just over and I needed to walk away if you crying every day you go to work and then you got to suck it up before you walk in your business that's a sign if you walk in your business and you so angry just because there's people in there that's another sign if you the way that you might love your your craft and you just hate it. I mean, you just hate it. Just, I mean, it just makes you physically sick. That's a sign. That's a sign. Because when it gets to that point, you're going to feel it because it's always going to be a sick. It's just, it's just a heaviness. It's just a heaviness. And especially if it's something that you just absolutely love to do and you start seeing that, those are signs. Mm -hmm. Because you don't want to get in a space where you ruin your business because you're over it and you start acting out of character it's always good to just step back and regroup yeah. and then come back strong mm. wow that is something else because like i said i think so many people they're probably struggling you know but they just really they're probably struggling you know but they just really don't know how to stop and you know like i said it's such a unique situation when you're an entrepreneur, especially if you're, that's like your sole source mm -hmm. of work for yourself, where it's like, you know, you got to pay bills, obviously, to sustain yourself, but it's just really hard to just balance everything. And like you said, something that if you do lose out on something, you know, mm -hmm. which is the unfortunate part to everything. So lastly, before we end everything, what are some of the positive sides maybe in order to encourage someone who they may be spinning out of control, but they don't necessarily have to just give up. They just need to find their way. So what would be the last thing you would tell someone who, like you said, they love what they do. They just, you know, don't know necessarily how to find their own way. They may be getting discouraged. What would you say to tell someone to just 
encourage them to stick with what they're doing, but to perhaps maybe find a different, you know, methodology of how they're working and overworking themselves? Um, budget. I think a lot of us entrepreneurs, because we can get the money so fast, we spend it a lot because we know we can get it back. But when it comes to the point to where you are getting burned out and you are, you're over it, we can spend our money in places that didn't serve a purpose for us. Mm. I, I'm a witness because if you make 5000 this week and you blow four, you know next week you're going to be back up five. Yeah. But you're not, you're only, you're thinking about the money that you're making, but you're not necessarily thinking about putting it back. So to me, even though you could be making a lot of money, you got to budget, you got to budget your money. It's mm-hmm. okay to, to buy you or whatever, but you have to budget the money because it is going to come a time where you are going to be tired and you might not be able to make a decision to step back because you didn't set yourself up. Mm. Wow, wow. That is some amazing advice and budget. You're right, because, you know, money is a source of everything. And obviously when we overwork ourselves, because we are earning, you know, money, <laughs> plain and simple. That's a conversation that needs to be had. I think a lot of times it's a shame to talk about money, but you made a good point. You know, it's really all about money when it boils down to it. Yeah, you made yeah, it boils down to it. That's it. Right. Just like you said. You provide it for your for your family. You're giving them the life that you want them to have. So it all does go down to money. But again, you know, like I said, sometimes you just gotta decide at what cost is it worthy to have that money, you know, if you're paying with your life or your help, you know. So but you're right, it does go down to money for sure. Mm-hmm. And I love entrepreneurs. I'm all for the entrepreneur. I just mm-hmm. think that a lot of us, we need guidance, we need tools. Yeah. Which are, which are available more so now than they were back in the day. But we just have to learn to take our time at it. And nothing happens overnight. And a lot, a lot of times when they see the end, the end result, that's what they want. So it's nothing wrong with being an entrepreneur. I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. But we just need to make sure that when we're doing this, we know the why we're doing it and the legacy that we're leaving. Mm. Right, right, right. You're right. Thank you so much for this conversation. This Thank has been- you. But before we end everything, tell everybody how they can reach you, how they can follow you, and how they can learn more. Because like I said, you have a lot of knowledge to just help people. Because like I said, you're right. A lot of people just don't know. If you don't know, you can't grow. You know, so I do appreciate everything that you're doing. So how can people connect with you? Um, you can go to my Instagram and find me at Demi Howe, T-H-E-D-E-M-H-O-W-E-L-L. You can also find me on Truth University, and it is at T R U T H, not U, Y O U N I V E R S I T. Awesome, awesome! Thank you so much again for this conversation. I do appreciate how you've just been Thank so honest because, like I said, a lot of times you know we do live where and the trendy part is because there's so many entrepreneurs so again it tends to get glamorized and it gets to a point where people are like oh well you're working you got a nine to five like quit and just become an entrepreneur and you'll be rich overnight <laughs> so i do appreciate that you are no. telling the side that people 
don't understand it is not easy at all and it's not anything to glamorize for sure so i definitely appreciate everything that you mentioned and it's very valuable for people to know that there is another side to entrepreneurship that's not always pretty yes Awesome. Well, thank you so much, guys. Please make sure that you follow Demi and learn more. And again, there's nothing wrong with becoming an entrepreneur for sure, but definitely just make sure that you do understand that there's a balance. Nothing is worth overworking yourself so much to a point that it does affect you mentally and physically. It is important to just take care of yourself no matter what option that you're doing, whether you have that nine to five or you are working for yourself. Just make sure that you take care of yourself because you need to be here to be happy. And not everything is about money. There's some things that's priceless that has no price tag to it. So just always remember that. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you be safe. And of course, go love yourself.